This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 52. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today we're going to talk about a conversation that I end up having a lot, especially when working with new people or at least just trying to raise and build education and awareness of the sport of floorball. And it's surrounding the notion of, you know, what is the difference between floorball and floor hockey. And at a glance look, the two are very similar. Uh, In fact, depending on how you're actually teaching the sport uh, on either end, they would probably look very much the same. But the difference, there are a lot of differences. There are some kind of minor differences and then there's some core differences as you start to evolve and get more into the actual sport. And that matters. Why they're different matters. And how you explain it and how you present the sport, how you play the sport matters to make sure that that the differences are actually being kind of outlined in that process. And it kind of drives me crazy a little bit. It's this weird little thing. Um, When I see, you know, people that are promoting floorball, they just call it floor hockey. Um, or they're, they're out there selling floor ho- floorball sticks and they just call them floor hockey sticks. And, you know, you wouldn't think that that makes a big difference in the, the grand scheme of things, but it does. And it, it matters greatly that uh, the language being used is not only consistent, but that it's the language used within, within the sport that you're talking about. It's the same thing as, you know, how you're describing something or... Um, you know, because of those subtle differences, uh, you know, how that, how that it actually comes up, it matters. Uh, you know, field hockey, for instance, floor, floor hockey, floorball, they're all, they all say hockey or, you know, they all have a hockey essence to it, if you will, but they're all completely different sports and play different and have different strategies, different rules, uh, so on and so forth. And so... I think it really matters when you're talking about the branding of a sport and you actually want to sell a sport that that people understand, know, and carry out those differences uh, in meaningful ways. Now, when I actually am out there selling the sport uh, as far as trying to educate people, get them aware of it, and the hopes uh, that it's encouraging them enough to try it, I break the the sports down uh, as basic as I can. Um, because that's kind of where a lot of people are at. So when we take floorball, for instance, and we want to break it down to its very basic, uh, what I feel are the basic key components to it, and what are the main differences? The main differences include the equipment. The sticks themselves are uh, higher quality, uh, I would say, across the board than a lot of floor floor hockey sticks. Um, One, they look cooler. Uh, they perform better, and uh, they allow players to improve their skills exponentially to not only give them confidence, but to improve how they play uh, this and engage with the sport. And that's really crucial because uh, when you're playing with a, with, with a stick and a ball, you're running around, you're able to, to do and grow and, and, and kind of have fun and experiment, uh, that can be a little more challenging when you're utilizing some of the floor hockey equipment, uh, playing with a puck, or in some cases, I've even seen people playing with bean bags. Um, not, and again, nothing wrong with anybody that's adapting a sport to work with their budget. 
their abilities, their uh, space, uh, all that other stuff. Not docking that at all. By all means, you work with what you have. However, there are definitely some ways that you can adapt to play floorball, even without some floorball equipment, but basing it on the rules themselves. Now, some of the feedback I've gotten from people when I talk about some of this stuff is, oh, well, we're already doing some of those things. So, uh, you know, why would we want to get equipment or why would we want to change what we're doing? And again, that's fine. If you, if, you know, a lot of times if, if it's a PE group and you're just, you're playing the game, you're, you're trying to meet a standard, you're, the kids are having fun. Great. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I think the key that I try to hone in on are people that have never played the sport or they're looking to get in or they're looking to kind of steer away from we've played floor hockey. It's either not working or there's some challenges or there's some things we want to change. So uh, we want to improve engagement. So we're going to we're going to adapt or we're going to we're going to try something similar but different. Um, And the equipment really comes into that part to it. Uh, You notice a huge difference when you grab a floor hockey stick versus a floor ball stick, uh, a floor a hockey puck versus a floor ball ball. Uh, just the flow and the movement of the sport changes. Then the biggest part in general is focused around uh, the person themselves. And I basically break it down to, uh, you know, sticks need to stay below the waist at all times, and you can't touch the ball above the knee with your stick. If the ball goes up in the air, You have to treat it like a soccer ball by trapping it against uh, your thigh or your chest. You can't head it. You can't use your hands. Um, Basically trying to force everything to keep sticks down. Uh, You can't stick check. You can't stick lift. You can't go through somebody's stick to get the ball. And again, there's a lot of similar things that you can can teach a lot of this stuff using floor hockey equipment. You can play the essence of the sport with it. Now, if we flip to what most people probably would say as far as floor hockey is concerned, it will vary depending on where you are in the world and, and where you, how you've set up your program. Some programs just use sticks, uh, stick and a puck, and you, you, they'll have similar rules where you have to keep sticks down, uh, you can't stick check, some do, some don't, those kind of things. It just, it just depends on how you want to frame or set that, that up. Others, you're in full head-to-toe gear, helmets, gloves, uh, shin pads, uh, you know, with a stick, full face, all that other stuff. Uh, so, it, and the aggressiveness to it is very similar to hockey, where you're able to have some more body contact. You're able to stick check. You're able to stick lift. You're able to do a lot of the similar things to hockey. And personally, there's nothing wrong with that. I love playing floor hockey. I love playing all those different things. Um, but when we talk about one being different from the other, and, and the keys to that, it matters so much that we're actually explaining, are we playing floor ball? Are we playing floor hockey? What are the differences? What are the nuances? So that we understand, and not only our players then understand, what the expectations are to it. And one of the things that I see if, I, if I'm playing with hockey players um, is immediately trying to notate hey, there are differences to this rule, and really taking the time to explain what some of those differences are, not only because of safety, but because I want them to have a a fun experience as well and to see that these are, in fact, two very similar but very different sports, and they can have just as much fun with it, but they need to change their tactics. They need to change how they're approaching the game. And again, that language and that understanding matters. 
very much um, because without that, they're going to get frustrated. The people around them are going to get frustrated. And a sport that they could have potentially very much enjoyed and had fun doing now becomes a sport where they're just frustrated and they don't want to do. And we have to be very mindful of that when we are talking to players that have different back, different but similar backgrounds that they clearly understand the things they can and cannot do. Something you could do in hockey you just cannot do in floorball. Um, because when you go to a setting where you're actually you know, calling the full rule book, um, they're going to not only incur a lot of potential penalties, but they're gonna, their enjoyment of that sport is, is definitely going to decrease as a result. And again, they may never come back to it as, uh, in the end because of that frustration. Um, so I think it's really, really crucial that when we're talking about football, we're talking about the actual rules of the game. How do we play it? Um, and again, what those main differences are. Uh, calling it a floor ball stick, not a floor hockey stick. And I get that people are trying to make that connection for what people know, and that floor hockey's been around for you know 30 years, if not more. Uh, it's been ingrained in a lot of people's uh, psyche, if you will, from elementary school, primary school, uh, high school, where, we, where we're playing a lot of this sport. People have been around it. Um, and they, again, we recognize that floorball looks like floor hockey, but they are, in fact, different. And again, that, that matters. It matters that they're different. It matters that we're teaching it because uh, if I say to somebody, hey, we're playing floor hockey, they may not want to because they had a bad experience with it uh, for some reason. Maybe it's been a few years or they remember, oh, in school, I, I just didn't care for that sport. Uh, or because it says hockey on it, they're, you know, it elicits an idea of physical contact that they just don't want to have. They don't want to deal with. That's just not their style. Versus floorball, which is primarily a non a less contact. I mean, there's there's contact, but it's it's significantly less. Um, but at least it in, inquires to them to say, well, what is this? What is this sport? Um, you know, and then that's the key when you're going through and talking and educating people how to to teach this sport, how to play this sport, what is it in fact, and, and what fun it can be, that, that can change the game. I've, I've seen it happen not, oh, you know, in, in the programs that I run personally, when I do demos, when I talk to people, when they actually get that understanding of what it is and why it's different and the impact it can have because now we're able to engage more people in different sports. And, and personally, I think the biggest thing that we're going to be facing in, in when we've seen it already and we're going to continue to see is we need to be able to figure out how to attract and retain as many people as possible into different activities, but activities that it, that they enjoy doing, because hopefully we're, we want to turn that into lifelong activities that they're going to continue to be part of. They're going to continue to play. Then they're going to help teach. They're going to grow. They're going to be involved in it as they go. We see that with a lot, with sports in general, but not everybody wants to do you know hockey, soccer, basketball, volleyball, baseball. People are looking for different things, and depending on where you are in the, in the world or the country, you may have access to different sports. You may not have access to different sports, and a lot of different reasons that come with that. And so, again, I think floorball has its place. Uh, I, I've shown it to be true where I'm at. I, I could easily show it wherever, wherever we go that, that it has a place in that. But the key is when we're talking about it, and, you're, and if you're hopefully using the information off my podcast and my website and through my book and stuff that I'm doing, 
uh, that, that you're going out there and, and you're trying to sell and grow the sport. It's about it's talking the language and getting people to understand what it is and why it's different, how it's different, those sorts of things. Um, because in the end, that matters. And if we want to grow this sport and, and, I, and get it to where it could be, we have to be on the same page with that. And, and people need to understand what those true differences are. So if you're interested in more information about floorball, uh, looking to get started, check out my website, www.floorballguru.com. And above all, keep floorballing.